Welcome to the All the Hats We Wear podcast. This is episode 75. And this podcast is really to help you, the entrepreneur, the innovator, the visionary, learn the time management skills you need to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled. The trifecta. My name is Scott Snow. I'm the host. I'm a life coach and productivity expert. Let's start off with some crazy ideas. I love creativity. I'm sure you do too. And we know that creativity can solve any problem. Creativity is one of the most in-demand skills along with critical thinking at LinkedIn and for getting new jobs. So you really want to harness that creativity and always be chipping away at your creative skills. So here are some crazy ideas. This is an idea I had for the news. And I'm just going to share it with you. I think that the newspaper and the news should be presented in different levels. So like maybe you choose that you want for politics, you're at a level three. And for science, you're a level six. For technology, you're a level one. And you can adjust these levels, of course. So they just uh, zero in more complex or more basic. So if you need a little foundation building, you can back up. And then, of course, you can move forward once you uh, clear up some of those foundational uh, learning. What do you think? Also, here's an idea for my All the Hats We Wear system of identifying your roles and then having a system for living your purpose. I think this would be excellent with the single scene for dating, parents without partners, and to be able to have a real session where you really talk about real things and not just dopey stuff and, you know, a 30 second speed dating where you're really focusing on, you know, giving a sharing with a person. These are all of my top roles. These are the 15 to 20 roles that I play or the hats that I wear. And here is my mission and my purpose. And here are my big goals. And here are my habits that I do every day. And to get that person to really understand you and for you to understand them as well. My next idea is I think that we should have monorails like Disneyland, monorails connecting everywhere. That should be our form of transportation. So everyone can have their own capsule. I'm almost thinking like a clear ball that you travel in and you go like hamsters, like the ball inside the tube and you just get in your thing and you have uh, blinds and you can, you know, shut out the world if you want. And you just tell it where you want to go and off you go to whatever shoot and you just go. And and this should be about uh, 30 or 40 feet above the air. So my next idea is that we should have uh, an ability to take TV shows for kids, babies and toddlers and be able to like tweak them. So they start to get a little bit slower or like uh, start to have some pauses. And this is so that kids will fall asleep. As you know, when you have little kids, and I realize, you know, the best way to sleep is with silence. But if you need to fall asleep to a TV show, like I see a lot of uh, people do, kids and adults and teenagers, then have a way to be able to just, it gradually modulates down. That might help. Now, of course, I talk a lot about uh, having a journal, and this is the engine for my creativity, my journal. But what you need to do during the day is, is list those creative snippets that you're going to journal about. So as you're going through the day, you need to jot down those creative ideas that come. As you work on it, just like any muscle, 
you'll start to be more and more creative. You'll start to have an awareness. You'll start to put things together and maybe make some connections uh, uh, and, and unleash your creativity. Another thing I just picked up, this is kind of under the category of crazy ideas, in my opinion, is uh, tarot cards. I got a little kit and I'm going to learn how to read tarot cards. I actually am always fascinated with uh, anything that has decks. And I like to be able to spread out um, index cards in front of me. And that's one of the things we do in the um, free course that I have the uh, at allthehatswewear.com is a one hour, five module course about time management skills. And it's awesome. And I recommend you use index cards in that so you can see all the moving parts of your life right in front of you, just like a big game of solitaire. So a little bit about tarot cards. It's less about predicting the future and more reflecting on your current life. And the deck has to resonate with you. I love that. I like the idea of uh, Magic the Gathering. That's a kid's game, but you know, adults play too, but it's a role-playing game and you have your specialized deck and you can bring in cards and create your own deck. So everyone's playing with their completely own unique deck. I love that. So the tarot deck has 78 cards and it's two sections, the major and minor arcana. And they each have different, you know, focuses. And you want to ask a clear question. Example, what do I need to be aware of right now? What do I need to know about my love life? Ooh. So again, the value of having a great question. And in my book, I talk about having quality questions, even take, making that a habit of every week, sitting down for 15 minutes and just scribbling down as many quality questions as you can related to your roles. This will really help you. Next, you want to prepare your area for reading your tarot cards. Shuffle the deck and pull the cards. And you can keep a tarot card journal as well as what they said on this package that I got. Pretty interesting. Here's another crazy idea. It's called banana ball. This is a form of baseball. They started it in Georgia. And basically, it tries to combat the boredom and slowness that a lot of people think goes along with baseball. So we have new rules. One of the rules is that the batter can't leave the batter's box. If he or she does, then it's considered a strike. There are no more visits to the mound. There are no points in innings. Well, there, you, what you do is each inning is, is uh, judged on its own. So however many points you get, then you'll earn a point. And the goal is to get five points overall. No walks, no bunting. If a fan catches the foul ball, it's an out. <laughs> also, players and fans can submit ideas for new, role, new rules. And they'll take your suggestion. Pretty cool. Making it fun. Banana ball. Now we need to talk about when to invest in a stupid idea. This was an article I read and uh, it talked about how some of the famous quotes by people uh, that thought ideas were stupid that became huge ideas like IBM's Thomas Watson once famously said, there's no market for computers. A digital company, Ken Olson said, nobody needs a computer in their home. And another comment of an investor that was kind of interesting to me was always invest in the fog, squint hard, but don't make things up. 
when you're doing investing, like for the stock market. Interesting. Story number two. This is the comparison between whether you get your passions and purpose uh, quietly, like as a, a whisper, like your intuition, or if you have events that knock you on your butt. So there are two views. As you heard in uh, my last podcast episode about Steven Spielberg, he says you need to listen to that voice that's whispering. That's your purpose. That's the true message that you're getting that you need to, to listen to and, and stay attuned to. That's the important one. Whereas actor Yafet Koto, he was uh, one of the guys in the original Alien, one of my favorite movies of all time, for sure. And he said it becoming, wanting to become an actor hit him like a ton of bricks when he saw Marlon Brando's performance in the movie On the Waterfront. He said it utterly transformed him. He couldn't speak. He felt like he got punched in the stomach or symbols crashed in his ears. He knew from that moment that he wanted to be an actor. So there's two conflicting views. Which one is in which one works for you? Do you think it's the quiet whisper? Or is it that experiences that really hit you hard? I know for I've had both, I think, both experiences. I do remember my uh, love of cooking started in one moment that I can clearly remember. I um, was over a friend's house and she made pasta sauce and, and it was just so good. I couldn't get over how tasty it was and how quick she made it. She just whipped it together and, you know, put some oil in the pan and dropped some, some garlic and some onions and let that get translucent and then added some meat. And it was just so damn good. So that really made an impact on me. Next story. The Spurs is a basketball team that I like to follow. I love the coach, Coach Greg Popovich, because he's kind of an ornery fellow. He's tough, but he's really smart. He's, he's consistent, and uh, he's a really a, a quality coach. And I tend to follow the coaches over the players in sports myself. Anyway, in their locker room, they have this quote um, by Jacob Ruiz. When nothing seems to help, I go and look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet, at the hundred and first blow, it splits in two, and I know it was not that blow that did it, but all that had gone before. And I think that reinforces our commitment to these small steps that we're taking every day, that it's not going to be just one action that you take. All those that preceded it, it's that accumulation that's key. Next story is about Warren Buffett. And he said one of his starts for investing was that he, he was investing in companies that had uh, one last puff, like a cigar that had one last puff. And he, he used to go to the uh, racetrack as a child, as, as I did too. And, uh, you know, you're just overwhelmed with all the smells and the looks and, you know, the, it's just really a sensory experience. I really liked it. And of course, you've got all the tickets scattered on the floor. And also he said there was cigar bits on the floor that people just tossed aside. And he said some of them still had a couple puffs in them. <laughs> I don't know if he uh, tried it, but so that's the way he approaches his investing is that he was targeting companies that 
that were kind of broken down and, you know, like not very popular, but he says, you know what, when you look deeper, they have a couple puffs still left in them. So he would invest in them. And I tend to think of this, for some reason, I connect this with the end of the night, um, squeezing out a couple extra puffs out of the day of, you know, getting something done or just being, being awake and learning something new. I don't like to go to sleep if I'm not really, really tired. I try to make that like I really drain my battery before I hit the hay. And, and it becomes a real positive because when you're that tired, then at least for me, I'm really happy when I get into bed because I feel like I earned it. I used to work at a residential group home for adults with disabilities. And there was one fellow I remember, I'll always remember him. He, um, you know, sometimes life can be tough for folks with disabilities, people that may not be verbal and they have to rely on the staff for everything. Oftentimes they're shuffled around and not given any choices. So his highlight of his day was when he finally got into bed, when you helped him into bed and put the covers, he, and when he felt those sheets and the covers, there was the first time he smiled all day. He was so happy and he'd burrow into his sheets and it was so nice to see. So I always think of him when I get into bed that I should also be happy to be in the bed because I've earned it. You know, we have a lot of talk, you know, from um, Ariana Huffington and a lot of reports. I'm not saying sleep isn't important. Of course, you have to get your sleep. But I think a lot of people sleep too much. I would say consider meditation. Transcendental meditation, I believe, uh, you know, in short bouts, actually gives you more rest than sleep. You know, I don't know the science, you know, the the exact numbers. But here's an example. Uh, I went to the campground a couple weeks ago and I had just gotten my second vaccine shot for COVID. And I didn't realize it would hit me that hard. Like uh, during the middle of the night, I got the chills and I was really, couldn't sleep at all. I felt miserable. Kind of like a flu-like symptoms, you know, aches and all that. And I didn't think I would have that because the first I had nothing. Anyway, in the morning, I was just miserable because I hardly got any sleep and people were still, you know, sleep in the family. So I figured, you know what, I'll do a, a meditation. So I sat in the front where nobody would bug me and I did my usual 20 minute meditation and uh, it did help. It just took the headaches away and it, and it gave me a bit of a deeper rest in a short amount of time. So try it out for yourself. How do you fall asleep? Do you listen to music or um, nature sounds? white noise, that kind of thing. I love the original Blade Runner soundtrack by Vangelis. I've listened to that for probably 20 years. Also, I like Enya. And I listened to Ani DeFranco, a couple of her albums, her, her more chill albums, like Reprieve and uh, some of Red Letter Year. Edward Scissorhands soundtrack is a, is a nice one. So you can find your own sounds. Uh, some people have classical or jazz. I find them to be a little too stimulating. You know, I'm looking for a good ocean wave recording because I find that I really like the natural recordings where it's the natural in and out of the waves and there might be some silence in between. I think a lot of the um, produced ocean wave albums 
they ruin them because they they just they don't wait for the tide to go out. They just want to have the waves crashing. So they have crashes on top of crashes and overlaps. And uh, that's a distraction to me. I wish they would just record what is actually there. That's always the best. Next story, round the world. This is a really handy exercise that you can do. It only takes about um, less than 10 minutes. And once you have that list of your roles, which you can do, you know, go back to my first podcast episode ever, and you can uh, walk through how to, how to create your own list of roles, 15 to 20 roles. And so what you do is um, one by one, go through your roles, close your eyes, center, and think about what, what is the biggest outcome? What's the biggest thing that's going on with that role? Do that for 10 seconds and then scribble down whatever comes up. Maybe it's a couple action steps. Maybe it's uh, an outcome that you want to achieve. Uh, maybe it's whatever it is, the most important thing in that role. But you have to be quiet. You have to close your eyes and you have to center and get locked into your current status for that role. And you do that for all of the roles. Here's some examples of uh, when I did around the world. And just so you know the where this term came from, there's a kid's game around the world where you you have to hit the basketball shot all around the key. So you've got to hit it at the first spot and then the next spot and just keep going all the way through. So you have to do it in order. Spirituality and transcendental meditation role. I have a goal of uh, 10 days in a row to do it twice a day. For body role, make three new healthy dishes. For visionary, Practice being the person I want to become before getting the recognition. This is an idea I got from uh, the great life coach, Stacey Bayman, B-O-E-H-M-A-N, where she talks about how you have to become what you want to be first. You can't wait to get the adoration and the attention and the feedback first. You've got to do that first. And uh, the sales pro role, make 20 sales call three days in a row each day. Entrepreneur role, start planning my interactions with Nichols. Uh, Nichols College is a business college and uh, I was lucky enough to be selected to have my company be one of the projects for one of the team of MBA students. So they're gonna help me create a business plan and a marketing plan and you know research the competition. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Social media contributor role, start an email campaign this week. Speaker role, professional speaker, research possible speaking gigs for 30 minute online, 30 minutes online each night. So do my homework for that. I suggest that you try this round the world exercise, go through and connect with each role and make a list of things that come up for you. Well, I also suggest you check out the website, allthehatsweware.com. Certainly go through that free course. I don't know how long, much longer it's gonna be for free. I think that might be my first official product on the website soon. So you better race there and check out that hour long five module course where we talk about goals and mission statements, having a mini mission statement for each role, a process for identifying all those hats you wear and um, how to stay accountable for all your goals, how to create the habits, um, the four types of goals that you need to know. There's a lot in there. The seven stages to project management, 
that you'll need to know. So a lot of excellent material there. So I'll see you there. If you have any questions, please contact me at the website, allthehatswewear.com. See you next time. <laughs>